There was once a kind queen who was good to her subjects. She sat by an open window one day sewing. At that time, anyone who sewed anything did it quite simply, with a needle and thread. Outside the open window, the queen looked down on tall snowdrifts of blinding white. Her distraction made her prick her finger, and a few drops of red blood landed on the white snow. It was a beautiful, almost a resting sight, and the queen sighed and wished she had a beautiful daughter. With dark hair and pale skin like the driven snow, and lips as red as the drops of blood on the snow. Not even a year later, the queen got her wish, welcoming a beautiful baby daughter to the palace. But the queen died soon after. The child was well cared for and grew into a lovely young girl. Her hair was indeed dark as coal and her lips deep red. Her skin so white, she was soon called by everyone who saw her Snow White. Before long, the king took another wife, who was very handsome herself. The new queen was terribly vain and thought herself beautiful without peer. That means no one was as beautiful as she. The new queen had a mirror she liked quite well. It was magic and talked back to her, agreeing with her central concern. She asked it every day the same question. Mirror, mirror on the wall, tell me, who's the fairest of all? Your Highness... The mirror hastily replied each time, No one in the kingdom or anywhere else can match your beauty. Until one day, when the little girl had grown into a fair maiden recognized throughout the kingdom for her beauty. Mirror, mirror, on the wall, said the queen in her usual way one day. Who's the fairest of them all? It was the same question, asked the same way, with the same answer that the queen was expecting. She was quite startled to hear the mirror say one day, Your Highness, your beauty is well known throughout the kingdom, but the true fairest of them all is now the young princess Snow White. The queen knew this to be true. The mirror was always right and truthful, and she knew it in her heart because she saw it every time she looked at her lovely stepdaughter. When the shock of hearing the mirror confirmed her own thoughts, the queen immediately began to plot the removal of the princess from the kingdom. She summoned a huntsman from the woods and ordered him to kidnap Snow White and make sure she never came back. Snow White knew that something terrible was afoot, and when she was dragged into the woods with the huntsman, she begged him to let her run into the woods if she promised to never return. The huntsman agreed to this because he did not want to harm the girl. Snow White ran further into the forest, past all the wild animals, as it got darker and darker and scarier and scarier. Presently, she came upon the most adorable house with a thatched roof, that's straw, and lots of tiny windows. It was nestled in a grove of forest underbrush and looked rather welcoming. The house was empty, but she could see that people lived there. Exactly seven people, seven little people. The house was very tidy, and seven little beds were lined up against the wall, and Snow White tried them all until one fit just right. Snow White was tired from her harrowing, that means scary, experience, and she instantly fell asleep. When it was very dark, the inhabitants, that means the people that live there, came home. They knew right away that someone had been inside their house. Back then, no one had lights to turn on. You lit a candle to see in the dark. When the candles were lit, 
these seven little men search the house to see where the intruder, that someone who comes in without an invitation, was. They noticed a chair out of place, some food missing, and all the beds unturned. And then they came upon Snow White in the very last bed. When the littlest of the men put the candlestick close enough to Snow White to see her, they were pleased to see it was a lovely young lady, and they did not even wake her. In the morning, Snow White woke up to seven little men surrounding her bed, staring at her. What are you doing here? Where did you come from? What is your name? How did you get here? It seemed that each of the little men had their own question for the girl. She told them how the wicked stepmother tried to get rid of her and how the huntsman let her go. They wanted to protect their new friend, so they told her to stay with them. But she would have to keep their house. If you want to keep the house clean, wash our clothes, make our beds, and cook our food each day, please stay as long as you want. Snow White was delighted with this offer because she knew she could never go back home. The little men knew that too. They advised her to beware that her wicked stepmother would soon learn that Snow White was still nearby and would try to harm her again. Don't open this door for anyone, not anyone ever, they cautioned her. But they were still worried about the girl because they were gone into the mines all day each day only to return at night. What would happen if someone came when they were gone? They worried, but had to put it out of their minds. They were right to be worried because the wicked queen and evil stepmother, thinking she had done away with her young rival, asked her faithful mirror its familiar question. Mirror, mirror, on the wall, who's the fairest one of all? The mirror was ever quick to reply, Dearest queen, thou art the most beautiful in this kingdom, but through the woods, in a glen, in a house of seven dwarfs, dwells Snow White, who is multitudes fairer than thou. The queen, convinced that the huntsman had done as she instructed, fully expected to hear the mirror declare her the fairest. When the mirror repeated that Snow White was still his pick for the prettiest, the queen reeled around in rage. She resolved to take matters into her own hands and dispense with the girl herself. The queen went into a secret basement in the castle and crafted a deadly poison that she put on an apple. The poison made the apple such a beautiful, shiny red color that it looked irresistible, even to the queen. She made herself look like a frail, hobbling, almost helpless old woman. She carried apples in a basket, including the poison apple. The queen knocked at the door to the dwarf's cottage. Snow White almost opened the door to let the old woman in until she remembered what the dwarfs had told her. The girl told the old woman she could not let her in, but the woman offered the apple through the window. The old woman told Snow White she needed to sell the apples, and Snow White took pity on her. Picking out the prettiest of the bunch, Snow White reached for the poison apple. The old lady encouraged her to sample it, which she did. Immediately, Snow White fell down. The evil stepmother chuckled at her success and skulked away, finally convinced that she had done away with the girl and would now again be the fairest in the land. Snow White lay in a deep slumber, and the dwarfs were convinced she was dead. They couldn't bear to bury her, so they put her in a glass box so that they could still see her every day. She lay like that for what seemed to the dwarfs to be a very long time. But it really wasn't. One day a prince passed through the forest near their house, and he inquired about the beautiful maiden asleep in the glass box.
They told him about Snow White and the poison apple, but he did not believe that she was dead. Only asleep, he was convinced. He went to the box and leaned in and kissed her. Her eyes opened as soon as their lips touched, which made the dwarfs dance with joy to see their friend alive. The prince took her hand and asked her to marry him. Meanwhile, the evil queen was back in her kingdom feeling rather good about herself, feeling secure in the knowledge that poor Snow White was gone, that she was again the fairest in the land. She hadn't bothered the mirror since the poison apple incident, but today she asked again, Mirror, mirror, on the wall, who's the fairest one of all? Your Highness, it is still the same answer I always give. Your beauty is second to none, save the fair lass at the house of the seven dwarfs, soon to be royalty. The queen gasped, <gasps> unable to believe her own ears. Could this girl still be around? After the huntsman and now the poison apple? The mirror never lies, so it must be true. The queen set out to get to Snow White before her wedding, but it was too late. The young maiden was now also a queen. When her wicked stepmother arrived to see Snow White with her young, handsome king living happily ever after, it was all too much. The evil queen just about exploded with rage and fell down dead. And the mirror on the wall probably breathed a sigh of relief. The end. <laughs>